0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, children of every single age group. This is the Cryptomaniacs podcast. And uh, I'm John Go. that's Taskmaster. And we are about to get into it. It's Friday. It's the question and answer session. We got tons of stuff to go over. But just before we went live to air, I, I had to mention the task. Well, first of all, we had a lot of questions from the community this week. But one was directly aimed at task and his amazing Splinterlands ability. So Uh, I'll get into the question, but let's let's just recap. How is your daily quests going in Splinterlands task?
1: (laughs) In the last two and a half days, which by the way, I might be a little irritable with people today. I haven't eaten in two and a half days. I'm on a fast, which coincides with the last freaking time I won a Splinterlands battle. I did get one yesterday as a surrender. So that got me up to, I think, four. But I mean, these daily te- these daily quests they last the whole damn season. Oh. It's like, and the season's like eleven days. So I don't know. It, it's this is. I'm glad I'm making a lot of other people DEC because I'm not getting any of it. So, um, but by the way, in our last Q and want to shout out to Jay Fang. I I did delegate my SPT to. Uh, whatever the hell, monster curator or whatever it is. Yep, yep. So thank you for putting that out there, Jay Fang, and letting us know. I didn't know about it evidently, but I'm a Splinterlands idiot, so that there's that's not uncommon. But even Jungo here didn't know about it, and I rely on him for my Splinterlands information, which. Is showing to be to be a mistake. Obviously, I'm going to start listening to Neil and not. Yeah, don't li- don't Let listen
0: it... to me. I have no idea what I'm doing. And uh, uh, we have a lot of people watching live. Blaine Jones uh, says, "You can eat when you win." There you go.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I may not I may not get food till Thanksgiving.
0: Oh, that's great. Right. Let's let's lead off the show with Jay Fang's question directed at you when it comes to splinterlands you ready for this one i give the guy a compliment he picks on what the hell is this stuff okay shoot fire away can you ask taskmaster how he's doing on his splinterlands daily quest i mentioned in leo market talk a few times to say which quests he is stuck on so that everyone can suggest setups so that he can finally finish his quests
1: I'm stuck on the first damn ones. Yeah, but what's what minorizing? What's what's? I can, I can wait, wait. Here's what happens. I'll, I'll get on a roll, usually with surrenders, but I get on a roll and I go up a bronze level, and it's real cool because I get over what a hundred, and then I lose the next damn match and I lose 19 and I'm back down to like 81 and so I'm back down to the 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 low low uh, slug level where you know we're slug just but uh, you know, that's okay. Yeah, he did offer that and I have to get around to taking screenshots and all that other shit and putting them in Leo market talk and trying to get some help. But you know, if I did that, then I wouldn't have shit to bitch about on here. I'd have to complain about, you know, not eating in two, two and a half days or something like that. Or, you know, I don't even have a wife to bitch about. I'm not married. So, you know, what do I bitch about?
0: You are married to the blockchain, sir. I,
1: I, I'm married to comment. Yeah, uh, you know, I. I, I that's worse than a job. I mean, it's not worse than a job, but it takes more time than a job. It's like at least on a job, they give you a couple days off, not on Hive.
0: Not nine to five, right? Punch, punch out. Um, Yeah. But so, so you don't even know like the quest that you're on, right? So people could help you out. Like I'm on fire, fire, fire.
1: That I know I'm on fire. That that part I got. Um, And I got four out of the five. So if, if, if I get one more, Uh, probably by surrender, then I'll be five of five and I'll get the little uh, chest at the end of this season, which that helps a little bit, gets me some potion. What the hell's a potion, by the way? I got a little potion last time. I don't know what the hell potion is.
0: Well, it depends. There's three different types of potions, right? There's the the alchemy potion, which doubles your chances of getting a gold foil. Uh, There is the, and this is only if you buy packs. So the packs are sold out dice sold out this week so the only way to get packs now is on the secondary markets but if you get the the alchemy potion that doubles your chances of getting a gold foil uh if you get the um chim's watching he'll help me out now not the the the, the legendary potion will double your chances of get a legendary but the one that everyone tells you to get which is something i i spend my credits on um is the daily quest potion because you get five extra chests Every time you complete the, the, the daily quests. Mm-hmm. So people load up on these 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 quest potions because they get five extra chests to to reveal, which gives them a better chance of revealing a, a an epic card, a gold card, a, a legendary card, et cetera, et cetera. So the best investment right now on Splinterlands is to spend your credits, which is still relatively cheap compared to DC, because DEC has exploded um but credits are still cheap so you know i just send hive over and i buy you know like i'll buy seven a week and just have them there loaded up ready to go if you can complete a daily quest that is
1: you know. uh, i i complete a daily quest on a seasonal level i mean it, it's you know it's a seasonal quest it's not a daily quest it's seasonal I, but that's okay I, I i get there sooner or later you know we have the a marathon, course. not a sprint. All you all you big high-fired Splinterlands people, you're gonna burn out. You're gonna crash and burn. And
0: I'll just be like the tortoise. Slow and along. steady. Well you have a suggestion. We have a pixie post. Jen actually put in Periscope that fire elemental is a great one to use. Um uh and I don't, she's even, not know what, well, I don't even know what that means. It's it's a different, it's a card in the fire splinter. So oh, okay. not a, it's not a summoner. I think it's just a monster, but that's one to use. Uh, you should have it, especially the beginning decks. I think I think you have it. No, I, I'd no. say you get a Yoden, but Yodens, first of all, you can't even buy a gold foil legendary Yoden now in the market. The last price was 2,700 bucks. There's no more for sale. Um, you can get a regular um, Yoden on market, but it's like 600 bucks or something for just the Yoden card or you can rent it out Yoden is kind of the go-to in the fire splinter that's like the, the king card um i usually combine him with mangor and 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 the general dude that's kind of my little setup that i do again i'm an idiot don't listen to me when it comes to splinterlands i i'm just trying to start learning this game. you,
1: you want to know my plan with splinterlands
0: <laughs> Send it to Monster Curator. That's your
1: effort. no, no, that's my SPT. But you want to know my plan with splinterland What's that? What's that? I invited the developer of Exodon in two weeks on to tuesday show. So yes. that's how I handle splinterland We'll go to Exo,
0: but that's the 31st, right? So that's that's next, uh, it's not, yeah. By not the not way, that's year. a plug. Uh, a
1: lint in Lindos is going to be with us on Tuesday, the, t- the 31st. So next Tuesday, you have to listen to us two morons for an hour, but Perfect. the following Tuesday, uh, we are gonna have a guest and he is the developer, the sole developer of Exode, which nice. if you haven't checked it out is a space exploration game. Um, that's, that's your a- go-to, that's the match- one you know, right? I don't know shit on that either. I okay. just bought cards in it. I got a lot of money into it, but I don't know crap about it. I, I couldn't tell you one one single card or what it does or anything like that. I, I have no clue. I, I had somebody DM me. you want to buy two of my cards. I'm like, I couldn't even price these if I wanted I to. Couldn't, I
0: couldn't tell you how to, how to price them. Yeah, no. Yeah, I know. so yeah.
1: I said, this is a long-term investment. This guy sounds like he has a good long-term plan. It's going to take a couple of years to develop because SpaceX exploration, evidently there's a lot to, to it. Uh, so I'll just hold what I got in long-term plan. It. Like you and I always preach 2025, where are we going to be in four or five right. years? Not worry about where it is today
0: yep absolutely so after we we got through the splinterland stuff i'm sure there's some more comments about splinterlands and i'm sure we'll go back to it because you know i'm slightly addicted to it and so is the blockchain but we'll dive into some questions your guys's questions uh from this week so task is ready i've got my really awful starbucks coffee again before we went i don't know how people drink this stuff i thought i'd change it up this morning and get starbucks this is awful so I'm, I'm a little pissed off that I, and he's drinking a really nice, probably quality coffee from Florida. I'm, I've got this. Anyways, that's my rant. It,
1: it, it's called whatever's on sale at the supermarket. I'm more, I, I drink coffee like I drank alcohol. I was more of a quantity rather than a quality guy. <laughs> and that's why I don't drink alcohol and I drink a lot of coffee. But anyway, that's getting into, you know, some laws being broken and An indictment is not a conviction, though. I learned that. But anyway, I digress.
0: (laughs) There we go. Mr. Farhad starts us off this week saying, can you please explain how diesel pools work on tribaldex.com and how does one earn from it? Can you please provide an example? So diesel pools are the the DeFi um, on Hive Engine, essentially. Um, Have you messed with any? Uh, we no, were, I have no clue about it, but people were, no people, well, for, for those who don't know, it's, it's very similar to the, the cake swap stuff or the, the, the pancake swap, the, the, um, the, the cub finance, like it's, it's, it's DeFi. So you provide liquidity and then it, it, it allows people to trade different tokens on the exchange that might not be available on say Coinbase. That's the, the easiest way to explain it. Um, we were, Everyone told us when Diesel Pools was launched to get into it, uh, specifically for the CTP token, we kind of sat back because liquidity is so low, even with it, I think it's starting to improve. Obviously, Splinterlands and DEC, all that stuff has really skyrocketed, but uh, we would have been kind of left hanging out to dry if we would have provided liquidity and the, the markets went up and down crazy, we would have had to supply that. Uh, So for us, on a CTP side, it wasn't practical yet. Now, that being said, something like DEC and Splinterlands, amazing. Um, You know, obviously, SPS now and and DEC, uh, this is trading crazily just on just on high I mean, even look at gate.io and pancake swap. I mean, SPS is trading. It's not like 5,000 bucks worth of volume. Uh, It's a lot. So diesel pools are, are just a DeFi option on Hive Engine. That's the easiest way to explain it and allows for trading of tokens that, you know, might not be on Coinbase, might not be on Binance, but still people want to buy and sell these tokens. So hope that Helps. And that being said, let me put the disclaimer out. Uh, me and Task are basically noobs when it comes to DeFi. <laughs> we just got started with, with, with Cub Finance. So my level of experience in DeFi is Cub Finance. I really haven't messed with anything else, if that kind of doesn't help. I just
1: figure, look at the two of us. Do we know, look like we know what hell we're talking about? No, I mean, but then there is, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. But I have no idea about diesel pools. So I can't yeah. help that. Yeah.
0: Thanks for the question, man. I hope it helps, even though uh, not the best answer, but I would compare it to, uh, it's just a way to provide liquidity on Hive Engine for the tokens within Hive Engine. Uh, for people to buy, sell and accumulate. So there you go. Next up, AIOVO says he would like to know, he or she, I'm not sure, uh, would like to know how to get more customers. So this is actually, uh, I guess, uh, an online business entrepreneurship question. For me, and and this is, I'm obviously gonna kind of top of mind now where we're at in CTP, our big focus over the past week now and going forward has been focusing people on content marketing. And uh, the, the rule is to accumulate your, and build your brand rather than try to make sales. So Task actually put out a tweet this week that I think answers this question perfectly. What, and I'm paraphrasing. It was like, I can't program, I can't dance, I can't do anything, but I can create content and I can comment. Uh, is that basically in a nutshell how you would describe your content creation journey? Yeah, I mean,
1: it, it's, I, I can't code. I mean, uh, so it's where, where where does everybody fit in? And, uh, you know, for me, and I, I said this on one of my videos, I said it on my thousandth video that I posted, it was probably about two weeks ago on, on uh, 3Speak. And I, I said, you know, everybody should get involved in this because yeah. all I do is I turn on my camera and I hit record. Obviously, I don't spend a lot of time editing the stuff. Obviously, I don't have fancy graphics. Obviously, you're not going to confuse what I put up yeah. as a uh, high production quality uh, broadcast or, or video, but it's the content in there. And, you know, it, it's, it's developing that brand by doing what you need to do and in fact somebody asked a question today he didn't really ask it about branding or customers but he asked about it basically how do i get more upvotes And, and, you know, my answer was the same as we always say, get involved, find a tribe, what fits you, what do you know about, if you know about cryptocurrency and and, uh, finance and business go on Leo Finance, if you know about online marketing affiliate marketing, you know, things of that nature go to CTP, go on to those blog uh, uh, forums, post your content there. Uh, comment on other people's content, get involved in CTP talk, Bleo market talk, let people get to know you uh, and and start, it Start spreading out from there and, you know, put on sunglasses, put on a goofy hat, put on, you know, something that just, you know, you get known for and, you know, but then also know what the hell you're talking about. I mean, we joke around with morons, but, you know, we put in a lot of research into the things we cover and so, you know, if your thing's photography and you're an expert in photography, yep. you know, go into that arena. There's people there who, who will support you and you can stand out. And, you know, that's how you do it. Uh, like you always like to say, this is the best place to do it because of the sheer numbers. It's a lot easier to stand out with, you know, whatever it is, 12,000 accounts uh, active each day on Hive versus who knows how many on YouTube. Right or Twitter or wherever, you know, hundreds of millions of people. Yeah. So good luck standing out there. Good luck building your brand there. And I put up a lot of content. Why? Because that makes you stand out. Now I don't put up a lot of shit posts because that'll make you stand out too, but in, in a negative way. So right. you gotta be dedicated. You gotta be consistent. You gotta put the time in. And, you know, as you and I both know, John, I mean, you do your show every Monday and, Wednesday, and Thursday. There's times I guarantee you you don't want to set things up and, and do that show. You right. you're struggling to find the material. You 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 know you it's tough, but you you push the button, you get online, and you go. Why? Because that's what you do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a different approach. And 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 actually, we're together in CTP, we're reading this book called Content Inc, which is a fantastic book about content marketing. And that's what he, the author actually frames. He's like, you're doing this stuff to attract people. Um, you don't necessarily do it to try to make sales at the start or followers for that matter, because you got to remember, people do business with those they know, like and trust. So you can take that model and put it into a content marketing thing. You want to get followers. You want to get people engaging with you. You want to get upvotes. You want to get, you have to show up consistently and do the work. Um, I mentioned this last night in in our show uh, that I've done 482 now videos on 3Speak. So 482 videos I've uploaded to the blockchain. That's nowhere near where I want to be. But I know that's the grunt work that I need to do to attract the customers. And it's a lot easier for me to focus on the Hive-based applications. Nothing against Twitter. People love Twitter. Nothing against Instagram. People love Instagram. But I'm not a bikini model. I'm not a 20-something-year-old. I'm not much of an influencer when it comes to that stuff. But you know what? I have a voice on Hive. And I get a lot of followers on Hive. And I get a lot of interaction on Hive. So... I choose to focus here. So, my I can't code, I can dance a little bit, but I can't code, I can't design. What can I do? I can show up every day and I can put in the work with the content. And I think that's how to answer the question is how you attract more people, how you attract business, how you attract customers is put in the effort in the things that you can do. Don't try if you're not a programmer, don't even try it. If you're not a designer, Go to Fiverr and hire someone. And that would be my recommendation. So, hope it helps. It's a good question. So, cool. We got Edric. He says, My question is how can a small investor get into the crypto world and not lose his small investment? Um... Guaranteed 100%. I mean, come on. What are you
1: asking for? You're going to Bitcoin. Buy, buy Bitcoin. I mean, Bitcoin is your safest. I, I think my opinion is Bitcoin's the safest of, of anything out there. It may not provide the best return over the next five years because there might be stuff that, you know, thousand X's, but Bitcoin is very safe. But, you know, join Hive, put some money into Hive, get yourself some stake, get yourself some high power, get yourself earning 3%, get yourself active, start up voting, start content. Tech creation, you're going to get some upvotes, which means you'll get a little bit of Hive, you'll get a little bit of Leo, you'll get a little CTP, you'll get whatever. And if you're if you're you're leaving a comment like that, a question like that in CTP talk, I guarantee you, you just got some CTP because somebody in there upvoted it. For sure. Uh, You know, and just keep doing that every day for the next ten thousand days, and you'll be okay because. uh, you know, we can actively influence our uh, investments, if you will, on Hive by, because it's a cooperative. So if you if you have a lot of CTP and you get involved in it, yeah. you are gonna help push CTP forward. It may not reflect in the price for five years, but eventually that enthusiasm and activity will spill over into others and will help fill in a, a hole here, a hole there. And as more people come on board, it grows. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and then the developers do what they do. And, you know, you may all of a sudden wake up one day and the damn token went up 3x or something. It, it happens.
0: Yeah, I mean, Hive did a nice little pump overnight too, right? Well, everything did. And, you know, I mean, the, the, the thing for me, and this is why I think it's so important to be in something like Hive. You, you can earn here with the investment in time. You don't need to put in a ton of money into this to begin with to get your legs into it um to to get a feel for it you can plug in like Tass said to one of these communities leo market talk you can plug into ctp talk uh, ctp chat excuse me you can plug into the various different tribes inside of hive and you'll get the token for it um it might not be exactly hive but you might get ctp you might get proof of brain you might get leo you might get spt You can plug into these things. So how to not lose your investment? First of all, if you're putting money into this, it can go up and down. Bitcoin, always a good, bad Ethereum, just because it's, you know, it's kind of the the But even those go up and down. Yeah. Wide wide swings.
1: And the difference is, is also if you invest money in hive, you can enhance it through your activity so you kind of protect your i mean as we've talked about if the if the price of hive goes down 50% from where you bought in but you've earned 20% more hive through your activity but when the price is down you've actually offset that then if the price goes back up to where you originally bought you're actually ahead of the game right so you mm-hmm. know it, it's just uh, you know sooner or later people are going to understand that you and I are sold on this idea of hive
0: yeah, one one day people will understand. I keep talking to my offline buddies too because I'll, I'll get notes and he, you know, this guy is totally like just the, the guy who looks at the markets and he's like, oh, Cardano's going crazy yesterday. I'm like, cool. I can't use Cardano. I'm pretty sure they don't have apps yet. Maybe they will. Smart contracts are coming. Yay, it's going to be great, wonderful. I can use Hive right now. I'm biased. Every day you're
1: getting more Hive.
0: Every day. Um. Great question though. Um, But I think that a lot of people that are new to this, I think, again, one of the reasons why Hive is so attractive to new people to crypto is because you can actually use this stuff and you don't need to spend your shirt or your kid's college fund to get involved in this stuff. So, Good question. Mr. Armstrong is up. He says, I noticed there are fees for depositing and withdrawing on both Hive Engine 1% and Leodex 0.25%. I might be mistaken, but I thought I read a posting in that there's no fees on the Hive platform. Maybe I misread or do not know about the free market address. Why would anyone use Hive Engine at 1% if Leodex is 0.25? Very good question. So do you want to you, tackle you, the... usually?
1: Usually it's the liquidity because... Uh... Leo Dex tends not to have the liquidity that Hive Engine does. So if you're trying to move, you know, 5,000 Hive over, right. uh, there might not be 5,000 swap Hive in, in Leodex available, whereas there's 5,000 swap Hive in, in, on Hive Engine. But you're absolutely right. I mean, when I move money on and off, which I don't do, but if I did, I would use Leodex Dex over, over Hive Engine because why should I I, I pay the 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 fee yeah. the another point 25 is b swap that's another one where you could could uh, get on and off and, and and transfer from hive to to swap hive um, the fee list is at the base layer that's on hive that means when i send hbd or i send hive from my wallet to john's wallet it costs me nothing right so if i send john 5 hive John gets five, five. If I send him five HBD, he gets five HBD. There is no fee as long as I have the resource credits to do that transaction, which is dependent upon your high power, there is no fees. That's what the fast and fee or that's what the fee part of hive talks about. Same thing with um, Splinterlands. I, I know they change things up, but if your Splinterlands battle is going to, to the blockchain nobody has to pay the Hive blockchain to put that custom JSON on the blockchain. Right. As long as whatever accounts doing it, I guess the Splinterlands account is sending it over and has the resource credits, it's no problem. And so that's your base layer. Your second layers, that's a different animal. But even on the second layer, once you're into Hive engine, if you switch from swap Hive to CTP, it doesn't cost, there's no fee with that. Right. Yeah. Um, you have obviously slippage and you have buy and ask prices, but you have no fee with it. And so they've adopted the model of fee at that end of their operation, but to go on or off to, to input or, or output onto Hive Engine from Hive, they have a 1% fee. So that's how, that's how they feel they keep the, the operation running.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean I, I use Leodex uh for you know smaller transactions because just like you said, liquidity might not be there on Leodex. So if I'm, you know, going crazy and buying gold foil legendaries and Splinterlands, I'll usually move it and have to pay the one percent with hive engine. But for anything under like a thousand hive, Leodex seems to be able to handle it. Um, but again, it's it all depends on liquidity if they have it or not. And um that's I use Leodex for onboarding and offboarding onto the Hive Engine platform, uh, but yeah, like like Tass said, the the reason why it's there's it's they're just trying to pay some bills basically. So it's just it's an exchange onboarding and offboarding the Hive will just cost either one percent or 025 percent. But all transactions, sending, buying, and selling on the uh, the exchange itself is free. There's no fees on that. So it's a good question. Um, Yes. A few questions too. Uh, We got the uh, the uncle, Mr. Uncle Bonehead is saying if task was shorter and his nose was at the bottom of the screen, he would look like Kilroy.
1: I'm not real tall, so I got short covered.
0: There you go. Uh, And then he wants to make sure everyone is supporting Brian of London's uh, proposal. So yeah, make sure everyone- Without a doubt, you and I both voted for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Harrington asked the question inside of Vim about liquidity and how does it work? So, liquidity is just so uh, if there's an exchange that needs, uh, or sorry, a token that needs to be uh, exchanged, if me and Task don't have enough to do the trade, there's no liquidity there. But that's why if liquidity is provided, there can be enough to do a trade. So, if Task is trying to trade 500. CTP. I have 250 CTP to sell them. Well, he's trying to buy 500. If there's not enough liquidity to buy the 500, it's kind of it's a mute point. So if I if if we provide liquidity, the community, the decentralization, the community provides liquidity. That's what allows the trade to go through because now people have provided that token so that task can easily purchase the 500 if he wanted to buy it. Well, That's and there's, an- there's
1: another aspect to it. It's, it's the buy-ask price. It's the slippage you pay. So if you look at the markets and you look at an Apple, you know, the price of an Apple or Tesla, the bid-ask price will be within a couple cents. But right. you go to some non-liquid stocks that don't have the volume, and, and you could see the difference between a bid and ask price is a dollar. Right. So if you go in and, and you try to buy at the ask price, you're going to pay a dollar more Than what what you could sell for this moment. And so instantly you buy and your account shows a dollar loss per per share. Uh, And that's the problem with non liquid assets. Uh, It's also a problem with small market cap assets because big money players want to know that if I put 10,000, 100,000, a million, 100 million, whatever the number is, can I get out of this thing easily? And, you know, those, anybody who has a, let's take CTP. You go and look at the biggest whale or two biggest two whales in CTP. And you say, oh, look at all the money they have. No, they don't have that. Because -hmm. if they tried to sell it, they would collapse the market, the the, the market would collapse because they would flood it with sell orders. And there's not the buy orders there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's where uh, you said earlier that uh, deck is, you know, just going crazy. And there's a lot of trade volume. There's a lot of back and forth. There's, you know, I would imagine compared to where things were three months ago, that the ask, the spread between the bid ask on deck, is probably very close now compared to three months yeah. ago. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Good question, for sure though. Uh, Jimmy's up. He says he apologizes for the night owl drop in question. So he asked this overnight, which is no problem. Man. We 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 get to the questions any time of the day he just watched the replay of uh thursday night live and can you guys spend a few minutes explaining in layman's terms what the advantages of the click track profit account becoming a witness and i guess that's the big news gossip scandal that we are beginning our witness server uh for hive we've had a witness server on hive engine now for a few months and uh we're top 10 in hive engine but ClickTrack Profit is—we're uh, we're just getting every, all of our ducks in a row. We've, we've ordered the server. The replay is done. Uh, it's just waiting for a few things, and then I'm going to do an announcement post. But explain to people what is a witness and what would be the benefit of having a witness on the Hive blockchain. Good question. You, you asking to... me? Yeah, I'm asking you. I'll ask you. I'll, I'll get your opinion of uh, it.
1: Well, I mean, what is a witness? A witness is is in a, a proof of stake uh, system. It's it's and that's a term that's used. It, it's really a block validator. It's what the miners do in Bitcoin. Uh, it's what the whatever they're calling them block validators are going to be doing on Ethereum. It, these are people who have have software on on servers that they validate. The transactions and they have to to uh, um, reconcile them with each other so you know they make sure that they're and and block trades was talking about this the other day that sometimes they have to do a mini fork because two people two two witness servers will try to validate the same block because the second one didn't realize the first one did it uh, and so what we need is we just need one clear path of all these these uh, transactions and that's what the witnesses do. And so every three seconds, there's a new block created and I think it's three or four or five seconds after that or 10 seconds after that, it's all validated. um, And all 10 of those, or or not all 10, all witness servers will have the same data and say, okay, through this block that took place 10 seconds ago, this is where we stand it. Then of course, there's more every three seconds showing up. And the advantage to doing it—I mean, I can't speak for for CTP—but the advantage to doing it is a) you can make money if you get high enough in the rankings, but b) it's just another uh, way to support. It's another way to decentralize. It's another one of the list of block server, uh, block uh, validators. We have twenty consensus. So if you look at the witness list, those are the top twenty. Mm-hmm. We operate on a twenty-one. Uh, witness cycle. So you have the top 20, and then the 21st is rotating through the other, whatever we have, 70, 80, 100. And so everybody in those top, you know, who has an active witness server will end up validating blocks, just obviously the ones lower down don't get nearly as many as the ones higher up. Uh, But it is also a way of decentralizing things. It's a way of spreading things out a little further. It's probably not gonna be a moneymaker. But again, it's a way you talk about branding. There's a way, hey, we're dedicated to hive. We want a witness server. We're here to support. Uh, if there are any problems with what's going on with forks, things like that, the witnesses are the ones who have the technical expertise. So Blaine will get involved and you know, go to the, the uh, developer room and they'll talk about what they're doing and you know, Blaine will contribute or take away whatever he can, yeah. uh, if there is problems with forks or upgrades or updated software or attacks or or whatever. So they're the ones who who actually uh, run the chain and also protect the chain.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and and that's a really good point what you said about you know it's it's to show people that we're you know I mean we've we've put in the work we've done three and a half years almost four years now on the blockchain we've developed programs and platforms. The last step really for us was to become a witness on hive specifically again we've been on hive engine for months and everything's going good there we just updated our our witness server today actually because there was an update for hive engine. Uh, But that was the last thing it was just like you know this this makes sense because we're big on hive it'll help Blaine too with development Uh, where we we have the plans to have our own node. Um, uh, you know, our own RPC node and and that will definitely help development because Blaine will be able to totally figure things out and and then what block well, it also Blaine... it also
1: gives him access to other witnesses who might have more knowledge. I mean it, it yep. shows it shows that dedication. Yep. I mean not necessarily that it has to be there. I mean I'm sure like somebody like Marky, and I only mentioned him because I know he's he's helped a lot of people out in the past. He does a lot on the back end that uh, People don't know about, but if Blaine got a DM would him, Marky would help out. But you know, there might be others who say, "Oh, you run the witness node, okay? Well, let me help you out here." Or, "Oh, you want to set up an API? Okay, let me help you out there." And you know, I mean, all of a sudden, you run a witness node. Block trades may help you with your API node. I mean, who knows?
0: For sure, yeah, and and it's it's something that I've kind of pushed to because I've always wanted to be one. So just because I love Hive, so anyways, I'm very bullish on hive uh, yeah. I mean, no, not at all dev press got a question my question would be for things not to do with business or brand on blockchain social media so say if you are new to small business or business joining hive or some other blockchain social media what are some of the things that they should not do uh, in order to build their business or brand uh what they and should ask not, for upvotes. yeah the number one is ask for upvotes. Number two is pitching things before you've even like built any type of relationship with people. And I know Blaine is watching on Vim. So Blaine will be waving the, the yay flag because this is one of the biggest issues we see with new people coming into the blockchain space. Um, they start pitching like their content is a freaking sales page. And it's like, no, don't do it. It's bad for you. It kills unicorns. Um, you you are not helping yourself out at all. So let's let's start with the big one and task hit it up. Don't ask for upvotes because if you know the way hive works, you can actually make money crypto here on the chain. The problem is people start going, oh look at the payments this guy's getting or this gal's getting and now nah, I want to get that too. Why aren't the whales upvoting me? Ask. You want to take this one?
1: <laughs> they don't even know you exist. Yeah. people think it's personal. Oh well, they don't support me. They don't even know who the hell you are. There's twelve thousand accounts active on Hive a day, which isn't a lot. I mean, it's not like we're talking hundred million, but twelve thousand accounts even. Who the hell can keep track of that many people? See new people coming on. With Splinterlands, there's six thousand new accounts being signed up every day. We have no idea how many of them, most of them are spambots, but a few of them could be brand new bloggers. And, and how are you going to sift through that? How, and do you think whales sit there and, and are going to, you know, you think block Trade sits there and, and goes through every new account? Um, you know, maybe he does. I mean, we should ask asked him that the other day, but sure. I don't, he does. I mean, it's, the guy has a lot to do. So it, it's, that's why the suggestion, forget Hive. Go into the tribes because yep. you can stand out a lot more on a Leo finance and a CTP. And some of the tribes Leo finance and CTP, we've set up rooms to stimulate engagement, which will help give you attention. Yep. And if you do that, then you can start to have people look at your content. And if you're not doing number two, where you've written six posts and there's six wonderfully written sales letters which is just going to turn people off because it's like, well, I don't know who you are, but if you provide valuable content that people are learning from you and stimulate interaction engagement to, to let them ask questions, then all of a sudden you have something and all of a sudden they may upvote your stuff. And down the road, you may be able to turn around and say, Hey, you know, just as an FYI guys, I'm telling you about this problem and I sell this product.
0: Yep. Uh, Blaine put, put a few tips right here in Vim and then uh, I'm going to go over each of these and then I'll, I'll explain to to you guys my personal journey when it comes to asking for upvotes. Okay, here we go. Blaine says the, how to not do it is be inconsistent. That's probably, so showing up once in a blue moon, not going to work. Stop pitching and focus on your content. Very good advice. Um, Stop trying to sell things. Actually, try to engage with people, add value to their journey, uh, post in the right tribes, just like Tass just said, maybe you're not going to get the hive whales to upvote you, but you know what? We've got someone in CTP, her name's Eliana. We got someone else named Blaine. They have a lot of CTP power. You get on their radar. They'll start upvoting you. They actually do that consistently every day. And Um, and if I can interrupt you for sure. And I don't know,
1: I don't know Blaine and, and, and Eliana's, uh, situation with this. But I have a lot of high, a lot of Leo power. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you that there are times at the end of the day, I'm looking for stuff to vote on because I have not traded my Leo voting down to where I normally do. And there is so much crap out there. (laughs) There is I mean, you know, I see all these posts of, you know, 150 words. And I might give them an upvote if it's a good post and a good, good, good uh, uh, chart and it's applicable. But it's going to be a very low, low volume. I mean, it's not going to be a very high-powered vote. So if they're encountering the same thing on CTP, I can guarantee you they're looking for quality content, whatever whatever their barometer is, to upvote because they have a certain amount of voting power to use up each day. And when you see a lot of crap posts and I don't know if CTP gets it, but we certainly see that in Leo finance.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just like, skip it, skip it, skip it, skip it, skip it, skip it, or, you know, stuff in Leo finance. That's like, dude, that's photography. This has nothing to do with this stuff. And, you know, you, you start going through and that's one of the reasons why a lot of times people with a lot of voting power, either on hive or in the tribes, it's a time issue. And it's like, well, I know when I see John one of John's posts or Eliana's posts, even, I'll upvote it because I don't I, I I know it it's quality. I mean, the title may turn well, me off, but you know. Eliana's
0: yeah. is mine is crap, but you know. Yeah. What's that? I said Eliana's posts are quality, mine are crap. So you know.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why she never votes you on CTP because she thinks they're crap. But my my bar's Absolutely. a lot lower. I'm I'm a lot more forgiving. You know, Eliana, she, she's she's hardcore, man. I thought. I've seen her on Twitter she scares me but anyway that's a, another 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 issue altogether uh, you know but you know that that's just the way the, the way I think it unfolds so just stay consistent and keep at it dedication you will yep. eventually stand out if if you're putting up and, and I don't know what's frowned on in CTP uh, but if you put up two quality posts a day in CTP yep. eventually you'll get on Blaine and Eliana's radar It probably won't take very long, but stay with it for two weeks or three weeks or a month or two months. You will get on their radar and they will be more than happy to reward you.
0: Yep, absolutely. Uh, Pixie Post says in in Periscope and Twitter here, she said, I used to not get any big upvotes when I started. It took work, consistent effort for her to get any. So I'll give you guys a little example of my journey. So uh, I joined Hive Steam uh, December 2017. When I started the first month, uh, I think the biggest upvote I got was about 10 cents. And But I was blown away. I was like, wow, that's amazing. I started seeing all the whales. And one of the posts that really resonated with me was that I forgot who did it, but they said basically the whales don't owe you a thing. They don't owe you a thing. If you want to get into this, you've got to consistently add. They will notice you. It's just going to take time. So coming back to, 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 to my example, I got a few guys that have been upvoting me now for, for a while. Like they call me, Dan has been supporting me for, for a long time. Um, Marky Mark has been supporting me basically since day one. I mean, these guys have been, these are whales on Hive. but there was a lot of other guys and gals that I saw getting, were sending upvotes to people. And like, I'm like, how do I do it? How do I do it? Three and a half years later, First time ever, I got guys like Trafalgar upvoting me now. Whale, first time, three and a half years. I got Rancho Relaxo and Hagen. Whatever you think of them now, they are big time curators. They're upvoting me now. So it can happen, but you can't worry about getting those big upvotes when you start. Your job as a content creator or someone jumping into this blockchain is to get into the tribes first get into adding the value consistently people will notice you i mean me and task are not whales on hive we're pretty big orcas Task specifically but we're he's a whale in leo i'm a whale in ctp so we're noticing people that are putting stuff out there so you plug into the tribes you'll get the cool guys with the glasses the bald guys up voting so you know anyways well and then there's the other thing uh, uh... My CTP
1: goes to ProFi and they're running through with, I guess, a healthy upvote and manually upvoting content there. So you might get on their radar. Uh, you might get on OC- OCB's radar, OCD's radar. I mean, nope. you just don't know. But you, know, you just show up and your chances are much greater. Like Blaine said, uh, that's a great starting point. Be consistent. If you're showing up inconsistently, nobody's going to remember you. I mean, it's difficult to remember faces, especially as you get older, like I am, but it's impossible. I mean, think about it. You just see a username and a little profile icon. Yep. Yep. So unless it's something that really, really stands out to you, you're not even going to notice it the first half a dozen times you see. Exactly. Exactly.
0: But, but see, that's, that's what's funny because that's, especially guys and gals that are in CTP, we come from an entrepreneurial background. That's one of the the number one urban legends out there and you've heard it a million times. People do not buy on the first exposure. So you got to treat it the same way. They're not going to remember you after five posts and you're doing one every three weeks. It's not going to happen.
1: In the sales game, when I was in the sales and marketing game, the rule of thumb is it takes seven contacts with a prospect oh. not before they'll buy before they even remember, remember you yes <laughs> and your company seven contacts before they even remember that you exist and who you are yep. then you have to do all the other contacts to get to the point where you might sell them something now yep. it might be a little different in the online world but It's still, you got to make those contacts because it's probably worse in the online world because there's no face-to-face stuff. So, I mean, you know, how many messages are we hit with a day? So you may have to hit somebody up 15 times before they remember
0: you. And and, and that's what brings us back to the point we talked about when, you know, someone's saying, how do I attract customers? Um, AIOVO asked, how do I attract customers? Well, that's how you do it. You got to remember, we are bombarded with marketing messages, social media, you name it. Tens of thousands of Mark people are pulling for your attention. If you as a content creator, online business person, someone getting their start on the blockchain thinks that you're going to be remembered by showing up once every three weeks on a blue moon, it's not going to happen. So you know that it's stacked against you, but this is why me and Task specifically, and a lot of people watching tell people to focus on hive because even though you still need to be consistent, it's a lot easier to be consistent and stick out here than it is on TikTok than it is on uh, Facebook.
1: I'll, I'll give you an example, even though I don't know why I should give me Freddy Freddie pics on me about Splinterlands and motherfucker, but Jay Fang. Now I know Jay Fang through, through Leo market talk. He's one of our dedicated people in there and Jay Fang, he, he, he does commenting when, when he has time and he can, He goes through stretches where he does a lot of commenting, but he's not a big poster. He he posts maybe once, twice a week, but he's always, every day he's at different times, he's in Leo Market Talk. And he put together a post the other day that really was a very good post. It was uh, something to do with Splinterlands and convert your DEC. It was a long post, a lot of explanation, screenshots,
0: it was really I good.
1: I, yep. I hit it with a full upvote. Yep. And I I upvote myself and I upvote LBI uh, token. Yep. So that Senate, I presume, I, I don't ever <laughs> look at the trending page, but I, I presume it sent it right to the trending page. And he got a, I would presume, if, if other people voted it, he probably got a, a pretty, he will get a pretty significant payout of that. Yeah. Now, would I have found that if he wasn't in, Leo Mark talk, maybe, or would, as I'm scrolling down the, uh, the Leo finance page, would I have just glossed over? Because there's, there's dozens and dozens of Splinterlands posts right now. Right. And so, you know, I mean, it, it's not something that would, that Splinterlands posts aren't stand out to me because I don't have the, the vested interest in it. And a lot of them are just crummy posts like, Oh, look at me. I got like, 10 SPS. Well, good. That's not worthy of a post. Um, you know, that things of that nature, but this was a very good post. And it stood out because I recognized the name and I recognize the name because of his continued investment and and not financial investment time in Leo market talk. And that was a way that he got some, some return off of it and he'll probably get a nice payout in three, four days and and he deserves it. Um, you know so it's no it this isn't brain surgery yeah you know do it i mean get into ctp chat get into leo market talk get into whatever other places have make yourself seen known uh understood do videos uh you know do stuff like that and you'll stand out
0: yep yep absolutely and um that's huge And, and that brings us to our last uh our last question of the week we're we're doing really good on time have you noticed that like every week it seems to be the perfect amount of questions and feedback and it's just been great well that that's because you pace it
1: and like if we need more time you just let me run on and if we need less time you shut me up and you know you don't let me
0: answer questions time management sir time management. yes perfect this is from uh rick Estrella, and he's got a few questions he does every week and this is awesome um, how is crypto going to surpass the current financial system? What will be the advantages and disadvantages? And he's got a few more too. Um, will, is it going to be accepted by all or do we have a long way to go before full adoption? Uh, and then the last question we kind of answered, but he said, how, how is there a place in the world for small investors with few financial resources? So we kind of answered that with Hive, but let's let's tackle this one here to end off the show. Um, what there you- goes the
1: time. This one will take another hour.
0: Yes, but this Maybe. might take an hour, guys. So uh, <laughs> thanks for coming by, Pixie. Appreciate you. Um, yeah. So do we see the future of, um, of this? Is it going to replace the current system? Yes. You- yes.
1: yes, it will. It, it, it most definitely will. Because of the simple fact, the system we have was created in the physical world. Yeah. We're in the digital world. We're going into the virtual world. Anybody who's following my writing or my videos knows I talk about the metaverse a lot, which is really conceptual right now, and it's going to be a multi-decade evolution. But the way to think about it is, is you know, virtual reality or what we perceive virtual reality, ready player one on steroids, totally open, different worlds, AI, blockchain, cryptocurrency, gaming, Uh, you know, all kinds of stuff all mashed in together, virtual real estate, uh, tokenization of physical real estate, all that stuff. And so the existing system really just was not constructed for this. It's done an awful job in the digital world. I mean, I've said this before on here, they can't even stop illegal music downloads. Right. I mean, they can't stop it. So, you know, uh, yeah, they could take out Napster, but you can't stop. So this is a totally different realm, and cryptocurrency is, is, is money, it is the val- transfer of value that's created in the digital world. And so people call cryptocurrency a different asset class, and that, I think, is a mistake. Cryptocurrency, it's not that cryptocurrency is a different asset class from what we have now. Everything that we have now is going to end up being Cryptocurrency. Right. So you're going right. to see the tokenization of real estate. You're going to see the tokenization of stocks, of tokenization of companies. Everything's going to be tokenized. So you're looking at a completely different financial system than what we have now. Now, I'm not in the, the class that says, oh, the financial system, the existing one's just going to crash and everything's going to break down and we're going to have Armageddon. No, you're going to end up having just a slow and say, like we've already been having, by the way, for the last 20 years is just a slow decline. Yeah. And when, when you're having a slow decline in a technologically advancing realm and an era, something doesn't jive. And what's, jive, what's not jiving is that we are running into economic barriers due to existing conditions where we have, you know, a lot of expansion of, of, the, of the monetary system which is required to, to expand to fund this expansion technologically the problem is is most of it doesn't make it into the economy to really kickstart this economic and uh, expansion due to technology it's either locked in the banking system or the financial industry and when it's in the financial industry it just you know gets into the casino game right. and yeah some makes it out in bc money to to silicon valley um, but we know if you're closer to the fed Uh, which the banking system and then the financial system refers to layers, you get most of the benefit. If you're the blue collar worker in Iowa, I mean, you're nine degrees from nowhere. So you'll get $3 and 95 cents if you're lucky and told to be happy about it. So this is, this is causing a lot of problems. and, And from an economic perspective, it's causing economic slowdown, even though we have this massively advanced technology truth be told, we don't have enough money. And I know this is not a very popular thought in the cryptocurrency world, but it's a reality. We don't have enough money in the general economy to stimulate and and to create those vehicles of growth, especially in the technology realm that are required to really get the technology going. So cryptocurrency, in my opinion, and I, I wrote an article about this, My view is it's going to take about $125 trillion this decade for us to keep up with the technological pace that we need. Because if you think all the money that needs to go into the internet of energy with solar and wind and battery technology, you think of uh, CRISPR and advanced genomic technology, you think of space and rocketry and all that stuff, you think of Uh, quantum computing, nuclear fusion. I mean, the list goes on and on, 3D printing, all this stuff is gonna require hundreds of billions of dollars in investment. Now, the economic impact is gonna be enormous. I don't think there's the political will globally to put this much money out there. That's where cryptocurrency is ultimately gonna end up stepping in. Yes, we're in the infrastructure phase of DeFi and all that other stuff, But ultimately, we're going to have to become our own VCs. We're going to have to start funding renewable energy products, cancer research, heart research, uh, advanced genomics, whatever it is, we are going to have to start to fund that to get enough money in the researchers' hands, in the developers' hands, into the engineers' hands, whoever it is, get the money into their hands so they can do what they need to do. Because Mm. all this stuff costs, costs money. I mean, researchers want to be paid. Engineers want to be paid. Uh, when you develop AI and robotics and things of this nature, and uh, to do a plug, I don't own anything in this, but Singularity Net with um, Ben Goertzel and all he's trying to do with uh, AGI and advanced AI and make sure it's decentralized, you're looking at billions and billions and billions of dollars. And so this is really when I uh, where I see and. Also the Metaverse, get back to that, as more of this stuff transitions, that's not going to be funded with US dollars. Right. The metaverse itself has to be run from a computational and a processing standpoint. It has to be edge computing. I mean, you can't run that type of advanced stuff on the cloud. And when you get edge computing, what is it going to take, John, for, for my system to run on your to use processing on your computer? You're not going to necessarily just volunteer it. You might like the, the, the Fold at Home and SETI at Home and things of that, that nature. But for the most part, you're going to say, OK, yeah, I got some extra processing. Pay me. You yep. want the extra processing on my phone? Pay, pay me. You want right. the extra process? And guess what's going to pay that? Cryptocurrency. So this is all tying in together. And I always tell people, if you're going to look at cryptocurrency just as a financial tool, you're missing if you're just looking at cryptocurrency in the DeFi industry or the NFT industry or how it affects music, you're missing it. Look at the larger technological and economic picture that goes along with that. Look at the metaverse, look at edge computing, look at these distributed computing, look at advanced communications. That all, I mean, how do we how do we get rid of latency? Satellite internet's great, but if you need low latency uh, communication, which Uh, obviously autonomous vehicles do advanced gaming systems do. I mean, if you're doing a play to earn and you got a million bucks on the line for, on a game, it's a shooter game and latency causes your, uh, when you hit the button to shoot and it causes a a 20 millisecond delay and you're shot during those 20 milliseconds, somebody's not going to be happy. And so, These are all things you can't do that on cloud based servers so now you get into the edge computing and the distributed computing, and these models haven't been drawn out so guess what. That's going to take a shitload of research and the epic games and different companies looking at that. So it all ties in together I mean, you want to get us to go where we're going technologically. My view, it's gonna take $125 trillion. We're not gonna get it out of the central banks because A, if you got it out of central banks, they don't put it where it needs to be anyway. They just make Wall Street richer. So now you're looking at cryptocurrency, being viable because we can fund a lot of these different things. We can create tokens and create projects to fund these things. And somebody doing hardcore cancer research, just like Ben Gertzel did with decentralized AI, somebody doing cancer research can start a token, get involved with the right people, and start building value through the, the token process, and all of a sudden maybe tied to DeFi or something like that, like what we're going to see with Speak Network where all of a sudden everybody who's involved in cancer research has created a self-funding mechanism. So if you sit there and say, well, the regulators may put this out of business. Yeah, right. I mean, it's not going to happen. It's too big, too powerful, and it's needed. You know, if we are going to advance forward as a society, as a planet, in terms of our technology and humanity, it's needed because the present system, VCs, for example, VCs fund about, I think it's twenty-five or thirty billion dollars a year in in uh, in uh, Silicon Valley VC research and, and companies. Now that's a lot of money, but it's a drop in the bucket compared to what's needed, and a drop in the bucket to what is out there with crypto already.
0: Exactly.
1: I mean, we're one point eight trillion and growing. So I mean that that's really where. Step back, look at the whole thing is my answer. And you'll see that this is only going to get bigger. And ultimately, the conversion will be each time somebody takes a dollar or a euro or Canadian dollar or yen and puts it in crypto and starts operating in crypto. That's one less dollar, yen, euro in the in the traditional system, in the financial system. And more and more stuff is going to convert. Like I said all along, the best way to fight the existing system, just opt out. Take yeah. your money out of bank and go get a stable coin uh, yeah. or take your money out of bank, go get involved with what you want or skip the stock market and, and buy into tokens. And sooner or later, you're going to be able to get tokenized security. So there it is. Yeah. Buy buy gold foil Splinterlands cards. I mean, you know.
0: Yeah, you can make money off them.
1: Screw that mm-hmm. IBM stock. Just, you know, put your, yeah. liquidate your 401k or your IRA or whatever you have, your SEPTA and just go buy gold foil Splinterlands cards. You'll be okay.
0: That's the, that's the way to do it. Guys, what a session. Thank you all for coming and listening in live and then everyone listening to the recording. Uh, we got a busy couple of weeks coming up. Uh, we got the uh, developer of Exo coming out on the 31st of uh, this month. So that's two weeks or a week, not Tuesday, but next Tuesday. Uh, you guys will have to put up with me and Task on this Tuesday talking, uh, probably end up talking about Hive. What a shocker. Um, we might. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, uh, great session. Uh, appreciate everyone's questions. Here, here's, before you shut it down, here's yeah, something
1: man. I, I want to ask and maybe throw this in CTP. How do you people like us having these guests on? Do you, do you want us to get more guests or do you prefer to have us talking about whatever we talk about?
0: Yeah, it's a good question. And who would you like us to bring on the show? I, I have my wish list. Um, I've already sent it to, to Task, but uh, you did, yeah. But uh, I expect an answer from you know who in probably about a year or so. So,
1: you know yeah. who? I don't know.
0: He it starts with a K, and he owns this thing called Leo.
1: <laughs> oh, I oh shit! I didn't even hit him up. Oh, I I, I should I. Well, I, I got to avoid him. He wants, he wants me to do the Leo newsletter, and I said I would, and it's been like a week. And so I'm ducking Cal.
0: Uh, Uncle Boathead says, yes, guests are good. More, more, more. More Brian of London. More they call me Dan, he said. So, yeah. Well, I, I figure it this way. I figure if we get these people who are building shit,
1: we only okay. like need to get a, a few of them to cover like a, a couple months, and then we could just keep recycling them through. <laughs> yeah because hey, we we'll just bring them back, back All Right? how's
0: what? development going yeah tell us about it <laughs> you're yeah. just yeah. looking me like this for an hour yeah so we, yeah. we we're
1: probably closing in on two months uh, of of dan and uh of, of matt so yeah. Yeah. you know maybe we'll get an update uh here in the next month month and a half of the speak network
0: who knows good karma that's a good good suggestion too. talk about ecency um yeah and uh no it'd be it'd be great i mean so yeah definitely send in your suggestions guys so we can uh we can know who we should uh who you'd like to hear from uh or else it's just me and Tash talking about hive and splinterlands
1: uh, here, here's an idea okay here's an idea though that, that we'll throw out to the audience because i think he has a very interesting view but since i'm not in splinterlands i never really pay attention but I wonder if we could get Neil McSpadden on, because he has a very interesting perspective on Splinterlands, which may be informative to people, because he comes at it very much from the investor Yes. And Splinterlands is wonderful for gamers, but it seems just in reading headlines, Splinterlands is also
0: very good for investors. That's what got me hooked. It was not the game. Now that I'm learning the game, it's all good. But what got me hooked was when I put two and two together, I used to buy baseball and hockey cards and basketball cards when I was a kid, the collectability of it. Ah, there you go. So
1: maybe, maybe we'll try to work him in there.
0: I'd love to sit down and talk with him, especially on that, that angle. Cause that's right up my alley. Cause I, you know, the game is whatever. I mean, I, I suck at it. Um, but This The the investing and business side of it, I think, is fascinating. So, there you go. Guys, always a pleasure. Thank you for listening in. Be sure to subscribe to the Cryptomaniacs podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or even on Anchor. Uh, We appreciate everyone's feedback on making this show all about you guys, how we can help you on your journey here on the blockchain. Uh, And that's task. I'm John. Have a great weekend, and we will see you guys on Tuesday. Toodles! Ciao. thanks for listening to the crypto maniacs podcast we hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to hanging out with you again next week